Welcome to Living Truth Ministry Church. As we listen in to Pastor Daniel Bome teach on the Word of God. How to confront your present situation. How to confront your present situation. I have two texts I'll be taking this teaching from how to confront your present situation. Number one, Act of the Apostle, chapter 6, verse 1 to verse 7. And I'm going to use one other text, Daniel chapter 1. Daniel chapter 1, verse 1 to verse 7. Daniel chapter 1, verse 1 to verse 17. In the Christian race, there is going to be days of difficulties. There are going to be days of difficulties. But how do you manage, challenge, confront those days and come out with a victorious song which determine how far you go? One of the things I have always said that all scripture are given by the inspiration of God. It has all the profits you need for you to be able to navigate in life. Most times, you find a lot of people thinking that, well, God did not make no provision for me. There is more than enough provision made by God for you to enable to do what he wants you to do in a manner that his name will be glorified. I want us to read the book of Daniel. Then we are going to read the book of Acts. Daniel chapter 1. It says, verse 1, it says, In the third year of the reign of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, came Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, unto Jerusalem and besieged it. And the Lord gave Jeroham, king of Judah, into the hand with part of the vessels of gold, house of God, which he carried into the land of Shinar to the house of his God. And he brought the vessels into the treasure house of his God. That means, that means Nebuchadnezzar brought God's property into his own house. And the king spake to Asprings, the master of the Enoch, that he should bring certain of the children of Israel and of the king's seed and of the princes. Verse 4. Children in whom was no blemish, but well favored and skilled in all wisdom and cunning in knowledge and understanding science and such as had ability in them to stand in the king's palace. 
and whom they might teach the learning and the tongues of the Chaldeans. And the king appointed them a daily provision of the king's meat and of the wine which he drank. So nourish them three years that at the end thereof they might stand before the king. Verse 6. Now among these were the children of Judah, Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, unto whom the prince of the inner gave names. For he gave unto Daniel the name Belshazzar, unto Hananiah Shadrach, unto Mishael, Meshach, unto Azariah, Abednego. For Daniel proposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's meat, nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore he requested of the prince of the Enoch that he might not defile himself. Verse 9. Now God had brought Daniel into favor and tender love with the princes of the Enoch. Verse 10. And the prince of the inner said unto Daniel, I fear my lord the king who had appointed your meat and your drink for which for why should he see your face worse likening than the children of which are of your sort then shall ye make me endanger my head to the king. Then said Daniel to Merza whom the prince of the Enoch has set over Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael and Azariah. Verse 12, he said, Prove thy servant, I beseech thee, ten days, and let them give us pause to eat and water to drink. Then let our countenance be looked upon before thee, and the countenance of the children that ate of the portion of the king's meat. And as thou hast said, deal with thy servants. Verse 14, so he consented to them in this matter and proved them 10 days. Verse 15, and at the end of the 10 days, their countenance appeared fairer, farther in flesh than all the children which did eat the portion of the king's meat. And Mezra took away the portion of their meat and their wine that they should drink, that they should drink and gave them Paul. Verse 17, as for these four children, mark that, four children, it didn't say adults, God gave knowledge and skill in all learning and wisdom. And Daniel had understanding in all vision and dream. Now, you would notice something. I am going to talk to you about the difference between a child and a son. When it comes confronting life events, the story we just read now indicated to you and I that God happened to allow Nebuchadnezzar to come to Judah to beseech Judah 
The Bible says he beseeched you. That is, he went into war with it. And then he took captive the prisoners and took the best portion. He took the younger men, younger men. He took the more agile women. He took things in the temple. That is, things in the house of God. He took the gold. He took the silver. Now, he took those things that were in the house of God, Almighty God, and took them to the God, his own God, and put it in their fake God's house. But because his kingdom was expanding, the first thing he did was that he had to reorientate the mind of the young one she took. That's why God is so much concerned about us raising children in the way they will go. It is your duty to raise them up. If you leave them to their own ability, they will raise themselves the wrong direction because the Bible says there is foolishness inside of them. So what the Bible is literally saying is this. Nebuchadnezzar took them and then began to reorient their mind. That is, began teaching them things away from God. But Daniel noticed something. The Jewish children at the age of five and six, they begin to teach them how to memorize scriptures, which we don't have today. They begin to tell them, they, at a young age, they begin to tell them about the name Jehovah. They tell them, teach them the name, the different names of God. So that they will not be a novice to God. That was why after Hannah had Samuel, he took Samuel back to the temple. And Samuel grew in the house of God. And that was why when God called Samuel, Samuel did not recognize it was the voice of God. But remember, he was a little child. And people tell me that God cannot speak to a little child. I detest it. The fact that God can speak to a little child, I'm going to show us where a lot of us make this mistake. Children can speak in tongues. If they open themselves to God, they can speak in tongues. I put sensitive things in the hand of a child. You cannot. How do I know? Jesus was 12. Mary took Jesus to Jerusalem for the annual festival, the which they killed. And the Bible says they took them there. And then of a sudden, the Bible says he was left behind. Why? Was because in the Jewish tradition, you go into the temple to reason the word of God. That was why I remember in the book of Luke chapter 4, when the book was opened, they read it, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because it had anointed me to preach the word, the glad, good tidings to the poor. And then it's the last verse, it, before your eyes is this scripture fulfilled. What the Bible is saying is that when you come into the house of the Lord to seek the face of God, you are fulfilling a path that God had predestined from the foundation of the world. But when Nebuchadnezzar took the children of uh, Judah, he, he had to, what he was trying to do was trying to take away that knowledge of God. 
So what Daniel figured out in his heart, he said, the first commandment with that with promise was that thou shalt have no other God but me. So Daniel said no. Because Daniel figured it out that the food that they were giving them was first dedicated to idols. So Daniel made up his mind. He said, I am not going to eat anything that comes from an idol God. Because in those days, they, after they killed the animals, bring all the, they first presented to their gods. For their God to bless it. So Daniel said, that is not scriptural as far as I'm concerned. It's not scriptural. And then guess what? Daniel was taken in captivity at the age of 16. He was in captivity at the age of 16. Now, why am I explaining this stuff? Is for you to understand how to confront your present situation. You will notice that Daniel then said to himself, he said, it's preferable you give us vegetables and water to drink. And then he said, test us after 10 days. And the Bible said after they tested them in 10 days, what happened? Daniel, uh, Meshach, Abednego, the three of them, or the four of them, were better off. But because Daniel made a bold step for God, God gave him what is called an understanding heart to know vision. I want to really go into the details of this so that you can understand this. In the body of Christ, or in the church, there are two kinds of persons. There is the baby Christian and the matured Christian. In the body of Christ, there are two kinds of persons. There's the baby Christian and there is the matured Christian. The baby Christian is a believer who has not yet understood the fullness of God. While Matured Christian is someone who not just understands God, but follows the will and purpose of God. In Romans chapter 8, I want you to write this down because I will read. Romans chapter 8 verse 16 and 17. It says, the spirit himself beareth witness with our spirit that we are children of God. In verse 7, he says, And if children be heirs, heirs of God, and join heirs with Christ, it so be that we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together. What it means is that God has, the Holy Spirit has two categories of people that he talks to in his body. That is why when someone is a, a newborn again believer, there is an excessive grace God gives them in growth. They make all kinds of mistakes and God accommodates that mistakes because they are babes. And there is the other kind of person who has grown from the stage of being just a baby Christian to the level of what is called a son in the kingdom of God. Now, if you notice something, Daniel was a youth when he was captured in the land of Judah. Now, why was he called the land of Judah? A time came after Solomon had died 
there was a division between the children of Israel where Jeroboam and Rehoboam had. Uh, the kingdom was divided into two. Two parts went to Judah and ten parts went with Israel. So those two parts that le were left with Judah, there were two, two parts of the twelve tribes. Daniel was among those two tribes. So what happened was that they now fell into sin and began doing things that were contrary to God. Anytime you do anything contrary to God, God sends someone to beseech you. He allows it. Let me use that word. If I say he sends it, God is not a God of evil. When he turns his face, the devil wants to feed on you. So they came and took Daniel and the rest of them. The four, there were so many of them. Some were killed. Like I say to you here, it is your duty to teach your child God. It's not the pastor. The pastor comes in to help you see some things better. He comes to expose some things you don't know. That is why some things you do, I just, I categorize, I say, well, that's where you are now. And so what the Bible said was that when they captured them, they took them to another strange land. The first thing the devil do when he captures your mind is that he begins to infuse the wrong idea. That's how the Bible says, let this mind be in you, which was what? He also in Christ Jesus. God wants he, the mind of Christ. God does not like your mind. I will say some things here. Some of you will look at me and say, oh, this God, I didn't know it was like this. God is not interested in your mind. He's interested in the mind of Christ. That is formed in your mind. That is why when you talk sometimes, I say, where do you get this from? There is a difference between a polished mind and a transformed mind. Write that down. There's a big difference between a polished mind or a transformed mind. There is a difference. Transform means that he has been risen from dearth. Has been risen from failure. Transform means he has been translated. That means he understands the rudiment. He understands the idea of God. And when Daniel went there and Daniel began saying, he said, oh, I can't eat this food because it has been dedicated to an idol. Many of you will eat it so quickly. Well, we're in a strange land. We can do that. Do what the Romans do. Daniel said, no. I have to follow God. And the Bible says that when they serve them pause, that is vegetable. Because vegetable is the only thing you don't bring to your God. It's a long story. I can't go into the details of it. The vegetable is something you can't bring to your God because every other thing is dedicated and has been processed. And then they said, give us that. The ones that did not pass through your God. And that was why God released three gifts upon them. The gift of learning. 
as a mother, as a father, your child is going to school. Pray that God will endow them. Endow. The word endow means it comes upon you. You don't own it. The spirit of learning. Endow means it comes upon you. Somebody has to pray it. Because if you look at the book of chapter 1, I'm going to show you three, some things that God gave them. Hallelujah. Verse 17 of Daniel chapter 1. He said, and for these four children, not sons. I'm talking this day on how to confront your present situation. How to confront your present situation. In verse 17, he says, And for these four children, God gave them knowledge. Knowledge is the ability to comprehend information. Knowledge is the ability to comprehend. To comprehend means to understand. Knowledge without understanding is nothing. If you don't understand what you are doing, you are like the same person who just walked in a few minutes ago. Then he said, and these four children, God gave them knowledge and skill in all learning. Mothers or fathers, should, if your child is not doing well in school, you lay your hands on them and say, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, let the skill, the knowledge of learning restore. That's why a child of God cannot fail exams. You fail exam, you lack of knowledge. You don't. You lack the things God has provided for you. That's how the Bible said the memory of the just is blessed. You have the capability and the capacity to retain information. Capability means that you your mind thinks well. Capacity means it's so wide. You lay your hands on that child and say, open brain. And then as you release it, the, 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 the human brain is, has the ability to receive the divine touch of God. Divine touch is what changes situation. So what happened was this, God gave them this gift. But look at, he said, but Daniel now had something more specific. Because he was the one that orchestrated that uh, pause. Look at what God gave him. He said, and Daniel had understanding in all vision and all dreams. God knows what you need at different times of your life. So for every generation, God will give you something that is applicable for that generation, for you to meet the need of that generation. Our generation lacks direction. God is raising men and women that will have direction. Direction means the ability to know where you are going. There are too many things today that everybody just jump and say, I saw that guy doing it. I'm going to do it. Like today you find a lot of people wearing all kinds of jargons. And they call it sexy. You're not supposed to. You're not. You are supposed to dress modestly. That is to dress like somebody who knows God. Because the character of God is in you. Okay. 
There is a difference between a child and a son. There's a big difference. A child is someone who has a relationship with God but does not know how God operates. A child is someone who has a relationship with God but does not know how God operates. A child is someone who has a relationship. You are born again. The day you become again, you have a relationship with God. Even though you don't live up to the expectation of the relationship you have, God knows you because the Bible will accept a man be what? He cannot see except a man be born of water. He cannot enter. So that day you confess Jesus. God is in a relationship with you, whether you know it or not. So it is the duty of the, the, the people who have this relationship to get to teach the younger ones. In a sense that the older Christian comes to show the younger Christian what to do. Now, what is showing? Showing means you cannot tell somebody something that is not working for you. You have to tell them what is applicable to you. Applicable means what has worked for you. Now, the definition of a child is someone who has a relationship with God, but does not know how God operates. Somebody who is called a son is someone who has a relationship with God and knows how God operates. I found that many of us know that God loves us. But you can have love and don't know how to express it. The expression of love is the oppression of God. The expression of love is the oppression of God. Now, in, in Isaiah 9 verse 6, it says, Unto us a child is what? Is born. Unto us a son is what? A son is given. That means God does not give children. God does not give children. This is the only society that children are giving weapons. That's why you have a lot of people killing themselves. When I talk about weapon, I'm not talking about gun. I'm talking about something you don't know how it operates. You only know the benefit but consequences. I pray that as you begin to walk in grace, you will understand both. A son, not just, he doesn't only have a relationship. He or she knows how. You see, one of the things I found out that you have to maintain God in your life to know God. How do you maintain God? It's by that God can do it. How many of you know the scripture says with God all things are possible? Until you know as a son, you think God does not want to 
comes to just a level of God. Understanding the depth of what you speak, sometimes you can speak in tongues and understand what you are saying. Because the Holy Ghost gives you an insight, gives you understanding how. Ladies and gentlemen, God don't want you to be a child. He wants you to be a son. Because Jesus started as a child, but when he died, he became the son of God. Son of God means that God lifted his level from the level of just relationship to the level of oppression. That was why the Bible said in the book of Ephesians, chapter 1, he said, principalities and power to be subject to him. Dominion to be subject. Why? Because he knows how to operate. God can never give you a gift when you don't know how you are doing it. I asked God the other day, I said, why are you not making them millionaire? In some of them, I say, I think they will run away. I can make some of them millionaires. Come, I will show them. I will just show. I will have to show other diamonds. Just let me show you. Do what I want to do. Ladies and gentlemen, God does not want you to be a child. He wants you to be a son. Son, in a sense that you can operate like God. So how do I do that? You can be like him. That I might know him. God said, reaction means what? You didn't allow your you didn't allow all the emotional to be involved. You just said, oh, that's the way I felt. Feeling does not give an answer. How you feel does not please God. Because if, you're, if it's always how you feel, you won't be here tonight. You won't be here. If it's always how you feel, you won't be here. But if it is you respond, respond means be, in Psalm 133 verse 1, it says, Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to gather together in unity. Meaning that God is interested in you gathering together. You are responding. You are not reacting. The fact that your car broke down. Doesn't mean you should remain at home. It doesn't give you a reason. You have just reacted. You didn't respond. Anytime your reactions. Are more than your response. You are hindering God from blessing you. Because he knows that even when he blesses you, you will react than respond. There are blessings that are only made for people who react and there are blessings for those who respond. I want to talk about this thing that you know some people call pain. I found out something about pain. There is the hospitals today who deals with pain management. They help you control the pain that you go through in your body. I will say this. Pain is a proof that something is wrong. Anytime you are in pain, it is a proof that something is wrong. And anytime you be in pain for too long, it is an indication something needs to be corrected. Am I right? 
I found that as most times God uses pain to correct the believer. The Lord said to me, he said, why I use pain sometimes is because some of them will not listen. Until I allow pain come, they now begin to call on my name. I'm going to give you an example. Let's go to the book of Acts of the Apostle, chapter 6. Look at pain. Pain. It is in pain that you really show who you really are. It is in pain that they see your true character. It is in pain your lips say who you read, what is in your heart. Somebody said to me one day, he said, I'm so much in pain, I don't give an F about you. I said, wow. I said, that's okay. You don't have to. But that's who you've been. From the abundance of the heart, the man will speak. Let me show you something. In Acts of Apostles chapter 6 verse 1, may it not be your portion that when somebody is in pain, they disgrace you. Amen. See, and in these days, when the number of the disciples were multiplied, see, what it means that after you become a believer, the next stage that God takes you to is the discipleship stage. What is a disciple? A disciple is somebody God somebody God raised, somebody God teaches his word, somebody that God every day trying to make him look like Jesus. So, but the scripture says when Jesus had left and the church started growing, there were a lot of disciples and then there arose a murmuring of the Grecians against the Hebrews because their widows were what? Neglected. Sometimes neglect causes pain. I pray, this, I know I'm talking about this. May God not neglect you when you call on him. That means they were, it was like they were showing more favor to the Hebrew woman than to the Grecian. Because now the church began having different sets of people. Somebody called me and said, I think you have favorites. I said, I don't have favorites. I say in the church, I said, I don't. I treat everybody the same. He said, but why is it that some people have a little bit more lead with? I say, because they know what to do. And then the question began going and I say, let me explain something to you. Over the years, I like surrounding myself with people who trust God. And people who think they know God. 